Something wrong with your tea? It is tea. I detest this stuff. Tea? Tea? 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 Something wrong with your tea? Saria, guess what time it is? What do you mean, what time it is? <laughs> <laughs> it's tinfoil time! Yeah! <laughs> I have my jasmine tea! What are you drinking, Saria? <laughs> um, orange tea. It's very zesty. You're actually drinking orange tea? Yeah. Although, like, I saw the ingredients in it. It's not just orange. It's got, like, licorice in it. It's really good, actually. So it's like a sweet... It's very summery. Ooh. Yeah, it's like a sweet orange zest to it. Oh, my goodness. That sounds... You better have more orange zest to it. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds lit. Oh, my goodness. I am a fan of blood orange. Blood orange tea is, is my new my new thing that I'm going on. You ever seen those little, um, they're like these little animals that you attach, you put your tea in and then you attach them to your side of your mug. And then what you do is it brews <gasps> the tea. I have a manatee one. So you put all your tea essence in there and then you put it on the side of your mug. You fill your mug up with water and then it, it, it uh, brews the tea like a, like a brew rabbit or a brew bear or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen those. I've seen those all the time. Like on those like shops that you never would buy, but it'd be cool to look at. <laughs> well, I definitely recommend picking up because they're, they're they're adorable, but like Aww. definitely worth it. Speaking of tea, well, speaking of blood, what's the tea? <laughs> Just kidding, <laughs> or that. Well, we had uh, Twin Tonight's, which was that Dragon Age novel that has been announced. And uh, yeah, I did a video on that if you guys want to check it out. Basically, there's a new Dragon Age novel coming out. Whoop whoop! Excited, right? I'm excited. Yay! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was. I'm. I'm excited. I love books. Reading, it is 300 pages books as well. For one. Yeah, I got. I got trouble for at work for reading, <laughs> but a Dragon Age. Book. Is it because they don't but, like Dragon um, Age in particular, or is that? Yeah, I think it's because they don't like Dragon Age. It's because no, they kidding. are. Um, <laughs> they're apostates. <laughs> there yeah, we go. I guess we could talk a little bit about that. It's it's gonna be stories that are different from each other. They're just short stories. So it's anthological. Really in so each it's, chapter, when I'm expecting. Yeah, it's like Black yeah. Mirror. You know, you That's want you read one, and then you're like, okay, that was great, yeah. and now the next one's different, and you're like. All right, where does where's this? So we don't know if there's going to be a correlating narrative. We don't know if like they all occur on the same winter night. <laughs> like that, that would at least be cool if there's at least somewhere they can relate. Ooh. But other than that, yeah. we don't actually know if they relate to each Is other it, at all. So they're all going to be winter nights. Like they're all going to be like in on this night, we robbed a house or yeah. <laughs> or on this like. night, you know, this elf was smoking. Well. I... <laughs> <laughs> On this night, Solas was <laughs> destroying the veil. Uh, at night? At night. Dang. Dang. On this Sneaky night, <laughs> Mafal was taking all them old god babies. <laughs> that's that's typical. That's actually, she just that all day, 24-7. So yeah, we don't really know what, um, if there's going to be a correlation. To yeah, we don't know what to expect. Yeah. But other than the fact that it's going to be long, like, I did The Last Flight as an audiobook, and that was long, yeah. boy. That took me seven hours to read. So unless you're... This one's longer. This one's longer, right? yeah. This one's 360. Yeah. It's thicker. It's thicker, so there's more pages. It's dummy thick. <laughs> so yeah, we, we don't... <laughs> so well, I, I wanted to know your opinion of it, because everyone can tell I'm excited about it, but sorry, I, I saw your meme video. and As a, well, oh, as a yeah. Dragon Age content creator, you know, watching that, I, I didn't... I, I, I was expecting some, some hype, some excitement, maybe. 
Well, obviously that's a, that, that was a joke. I kind of <laughs> plant, planted it towards, you know, the hate channels. You know, they're always like out to get something from my world. Oh, they're definitely not making a game, you know. That's the typical theme I see a lot. But in general, I kind of was a little surprised mm-hmm. of the way that was uprised, I guess, yeah. or brought up. Yeah. Um, no harm done. I just think after eight months, we, we really not heard anything in, in a book. Like, that's typical, because you know, after Dragon Age 2, they're going to make a book, but I know that for sure they were talking about a game before the book. Yeah. Four books, you know, like um, Master Empire. We all knew Inquisition was coming out first before the Master Empire. Yeah. We at least had a tease about that. Yeah. We knew what to expect, and we knew that Master Empire was going to tie into Inquisition's plot in particular. But with Tevinter Knights... As well as Asunder. Asunder, yeah, because of Cole, it was a... Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of just out there, and I think that was like two years after. But I don't know. Like, I think it's it's great. I think it's good. Confirmed that it's going to be into winter. Wow. <laughs> well done, PC gamer. <laughs> I right. guess it's going to be in Fadus. No, it's not. It's going to be in Tamriel, my, guys. Yeah, but my honest takeaway from it is like, okay, I, I get it as a book. But what does that mean for the future of like... Are we getting a game? I guess that that's what I was expecting. Like some news about a game. Like that was the next yeah. expectation. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have to be a trailer. I know everybody's like, oh, well, it doesn't have to be a trailer. Like I'm not expecting a trailer. That's that would be too much, honestly, for me to understand that. But because we'd be spending videos on it, so yeah. <laughs> I'm not ready for a trailer. Still, <laughs> I'm still trying to digest the Dreadful Fries. Yeah. It has it hasn't even been a year yet. But for a book, first I was kind of like. Uh, Okay, yeah, cool. no, I'm, like, I I'll you. read it. Like, take my money, Bioware, but like eight months and we get this. Okay, you know that that's the, my biggest. All I my biggest thing is the fact that it is anthological. So the thing is, like, we're going to be attached to these characters. We're going to understand the setting, but yeah. really, what is it going to be worth? Yes, these characters that we're going to know for like a hundred pages each may have some attachment in Dragon Age Four, but it's not delving into anything in particular like the last flight obviously you met those characters you met them and then you learn about griffins and you you do something to understand there whereas this one is just going to be so many short stories in one book that it's going to be like it's just going to feel all over the place i think and we're not going to you know we're going to build attachments to the characters but they're not going to be long lasting and it's going to be like what's the point yeah and the thing is is that um there are cameos that goes on within other books so we know mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. for one that this book will probably be represented highly as a cameo within the Dragon Age Four. That's what I'm suspecting, and maybe even has hints of like the previous Dragon Ages. But other than that, I don't I don't think it's going to be any further than that. I'm accepted. I'm what I'm also excited about the new comic that might be coming out. Yes, that's yeah. definitely going to be. Yeah, with, I've with I've been looking course. at the artist. One of the artists, Fernando Frines Fruwakeka, said that name twice, <laughs> and. He posts his artwork on Facebook, and uh, yeah, he posted the elf. Obviously, like that was that was back in the, November. Yeah, with the June Valisleen. That was just before we got the Dreadwolf Rises tease. Yeah. Because I remember my video didn't do too well on that one, but I'll post it in the description down below if you want to know more. But yeah, that one was teased ages ago, and we haven't heard anything since then. Obviously, creating a comic takes a while. You do the story, you do the artwork, you illustrate it, and then you color it. So yeah, I get that. It's going to take a while for him to do that. But yeah, that, seemingly, I expected that to come out the same time as this book. You know, the comic to come around early next year. So maybe with the book coming out early next year, this comic will come out in late 2020. Then hyping us up for Dragon Age 4, which could be 2021 or 2022. But again, 
Yeah, I yeah. think that that'll come out about tw late twenty twenty. Like how Dragon Age Deception came out about what September twenty eighteen, uh, September July. Like, I think the first issue was yeah. August, then it was like October, and then it was like December. I have it behind me, but <laughs> so I don't. Basically, I, don't, I, I could look at it. I, <laughs> I think that uh, yeah, something like that is going on, and then after that comic is then Dragon Age Four. But we're just gonna have to find out the hardware. Just the waiting game, which is fine. Right. In terms of other things that are going on, though, uh, the Tavinta of our discontent. Did you see my latest video, Saria? I have. Yeah. So I tell think, me what you think. I think the way that they are announcing it from that tweet was crafty, because very sneaky. No one picked yeah, up on it. I'm not even kidding you. No one picked up on it. Well, I think no one knew knew what to say about it or I what think to expect. It was just like, yeah, what to expect? Like, okay, like, okay. Like, if they think it's, like, a jest that they normally do all the time. Like, oh, it was just one of those talks they had at the meeting of Dragon Age. Yeah. You know, like a lot of people, which they have a lot on the tweets. I know Patrick does it all the time, you know. With, like, There's one I follow, about something like that. and Emily Taylor, she puts hashtag overheard in the office. And it's stuff like, you know, oh, uh, where do we put this, the elves? Or it's stuff like, how do we make a romance for this? Or how do we get that asset to fit this asset? And it's like, she's clearly, they're clearly talking about Dragon Edge 4. Right. But like, no one is pointing it out. And it's like, she's making these hashtag overheard in the office tweets. And she clearly works in the Dragon Edge studio. And yeah, like literally she's teasing out there like loads of these little mini things that I probably might make a video at one point just called like hashtag overheard in the office or whatever. But there are loads of little teasers about what they're doing. And they just put it out there, but I guess it, I guess it depends on who picks it up. And I guess that's why channels like mine exist. <laughs> so the people who News. goes unnoticed, <laughs> I can obviously scoop up that information. And how do you feel about a Shakespearean potential narrative? I think that that's a great representation of where they're heading towards. You know, for them to really dig deep and go into Winter of Discontent is, you know, where you have the backstory behind it, where you know. Yeah. winter is no longer and they're looking towards a new start or aka yeah, exactly, life versus exactly. death kind of thing winter resembles mm -hmm, death mm -hmm. and then we have life bringing into you know into spring and stuff like that i think in my opinion that represents closely to what solace's viewpoints are like um yeah where he is living in a world that does want him dead or has want him dead for what he's done um he lives in a tranquil like world so that could represent winter um because it's dead yeah. in in this in this state in his opinion and i think that he's trying to rise anew and rise into a new spring maybe that could hint towards the motivations that he's bringing up find the elven people you know like they're might yep. we're gonna resemble back to xyz and you know that's motivating yep. them i think in general it's going to do a lot with the whole motivation so yeah, I, I think the entire motivation. Yeah, that, yeah you know i hope that dragon age 4 does lean towards motivations that collide with each other because i feel like yeah. everybody's so easy to say solace is the enemy and or solace is an anti-hero like so easily cling to both sides but yeah. they're complete opposites in, in its own way which <laughs> is like yes. super strange but, like, I really yeah. hope that there's some proof that, yeah, what he's doing is wrong. And, yeah, what he's doing is right. So, like, yeah. I want to see conflicts of that kind of motivation Complete within not gray. only Solus's kind of plan, but also in, like, our own protagonist's plan 
the Inquisition's plan, XYZ, Tementor's plan, you know, like just yeah. anything that's going to be the mm-hmm. same way. They're all kind yeah. of leading towards, uh, like, this is, as it was saying, that the winter of discontent, it's all winter. This world that we live in is winter. It's death in Thetis, essentially, because it's not living, it's not living and breathing with the fade of living world. So it's not yeah. as it is. It's it's resembled as, as a strippened world in its own in its own form. So yeah, ex- I think that video was great because I mean it, it explains so much in depth of of motivations of what the future is to come. And we haven't really heard about that lately in the Dragon Ages. We don't know about the future. We usually are like, oh my gosh, what's yeah. going to happen? We make theories based off of that. But the fact that they're kind of proving that there is motivation. A teasing. Yeah, they're teasing a motivation yeah. to make things as a spring or as living. Yeah, I think I think that's really good for them to mention that. Cause I think if there's anything to be yeah. influenced by, it's got to be Shakespeare's work. Yeah, because like for sure, tragedy like truly heartbreaking stories very very well well crafted character motivations you know you look at hamlet Romeo and juliet macbeth are all character driven all about conflict all tragedies so i am very excited to see any influence from shakespeare and i'm not saying that as a pretentious brit i'm actually genuinely saying that as like <laughs> in terms of how to craft a good narrative like just copy shakespeare because literally like you're gonna you know the lion king is based on hamlet so there you go. <laughs> like, you, you, you want to make a really good story? Just copy off Shakespeare. Just make it a bit different, change the characters, but copy off Shakespeare. And you're guaranteed to get a really, really good story. So I ain't complaining about that. I'm, I'm super excited for that. Yeah, and I think the thing is, is that I know when John Apple and Patrick Weeks had their own thing of how to make a good... They had, like, you know, the in a conference, they had how to make a good story-driven, yes. character-based thing. Yes, you watched, yes, yeah, you and watched that. And they... And they you know what they first start with in their plan is references. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's great yeah. steel as uh, Van Gogh said. Is that Van Gogh? Well, they use like a Marvel reference before um, with Captain America versus Iron yeah. Man, and so that that kind of resembled. It's easy for the audience to relate to it. So I think this is the same thing. Like they're relating to Shakespeare easier for the audience to relate to it because it it's is. Shakespeare. It's a yeah. very common um, based literature that Yeah, not very common com- Yeah, it's a common, it's well, it's it's a popular Shakespearean, is it a poem? No, no, it's a play, isn't it? <laughs> play, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course it's a play, but it's it's a common play that, you know, Shakespeare, it's, it's, it's renowned, so that ties the audience to relate to it because it's common belief. It's common um, knowledge. So references so is how ha- they are already, which is so good to hear, is they're already relating to other things, which is good. Because exactly. that's how they're building up their story narrative, is by relating it to, like they said, with Marvel and as well as Shakespeare. So I think this is going to be a yeah. good, they're already they're already branching out. And, and I believe they already have done most of the stuff. We just haven't heard from it, obviously, because we're they're just not in the, the dark office, about but, it. But yeah. Yeah. But um, just the fact that they already have references is good. Because that that motivates their they have some motivates place in our yeah design. and it's also good for like Bioware in general because we know that Bioware has had problems with planning so if they're already doing good with references so far um then we'll be okay <laughs> you know that's as far as Hopefully. I can see with yeah it. yeah <laughs> that's what I kind of look towards it 
Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. Uh, and before we do get to the tinfoil, quickly, uh, The Kingdom over on his channel interviewed me last week. And honestly, Yay. he's such a great guy. Cole, really nice dude. Honestly, I recommend checking out his channel for other Dragon Age goodness. But yeah, um, check out the interview. We talked about my channel, the growth, how I became a Dragon Age content creator, how I found Bioware. Thank you. Yeah, he was really nice, honestly. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely going to keep in contact him with him for the future. And also... Saria is going to be interviewed by him probably yeah. around the same time this is uploading, probably maybe a bit before. But yeah, so check out the Kingdom, guys, for uh, so some little, for, for some hindsightful interviews on our journeys of Dragon Age. But hey, Saria, what is the tea today now that we've talked about the news? So, ha ha ha, Tevinter Knights, Tevinter Vardiskin 10, what's, what's very popular in Tevinter? Hmm, or at least used to be was the old god worship. So that's what we're talking about today. We were talking about all about the old god worship, tinfoils within it. Uh, we talked about the Evaneris, obviously. Uh, we talked a little bit about the Forgotten Ones. Uh, yeah, that was our second podcast. Yeah, so we're, we're going to describe each one, get a little bit of tinfoils within them, um, and then kind of talk about their worship. Yeah, there's there's a lot that is going on with the old gods. Like, For so sure. much that is yeah. still going on. Like, the, like obviously, Origins had plenty of it. Two yeah. simmered down, but inquisition you know throwed us back into it and now we're... i don't think two simmered down i think it was subtle like very subtle i think it was subtle yeah. but you know you only had corypheus and then it, it was sort about it blend inquisition like there was a lot more of you know the old gods and learning about them right. and then going towards tevinter now in dragon age 4 we are going to tevinter so it's obviously great to understand everything around the old god religion and also certain like factors about them that are definitely going to change the things in Tevinter. Even still, the mystery alone is very ominous uh, and we have plenty to delve into. Yeah. So the old gods. You want to hit this one first, Saria? Oh, yeah. So this is the common one a lot of people know. It's actually the most heard of. A lot is Dumont, the Dragon of Silence, and the Archdemon of the First Blight. So he's the first big boy. Um, we big know boy. him <laughs> mostly from the constellation Silent here. It's depicted as Dumont, but also as Mithal, some scholars say. Ooh. And it depicts a dragon in flight, while others, also the most common modern depictions, show Dumont as a man carrying a horn and a wand. <laughs> so. <right> um, <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. There? <laughs> I don't know what the horn resembles. I don't know what the wand resembles. They also said it has to do a lot with scales resembling on the body or something like that. So I is mean, it a scaled a man? Like, I don't really okay. know. He's known to be the most powerful of their gods, or should I say the leader of their of this pantheon. Um, and what I mean by that is we know from Corypheus. Maybe it's because he was most of the only one to frequently talk to his worshippers. That's what I'll say, because frequently is a big problem within the old god worship. You know, because when they worship, it, it's if, if for some reason we didn't hear in the chant, they never answer. So it's like kind of, yeah, and in Codex, it's silence. not just a chant. So it's just like for Dumont to answer kind of fit in the name. Yeah, for Dumont. It's kind of fit in the name. Yeah. Um, we know a lot of high priests who became archons were a lot of high priests of Dumont. One that was responsible for the art of blood magic, which was taught by Dumont, was Archon Thalcyon in negative 1595 ancient. So, uh, Damn. yeah. So he teaches blood magic. He was the first to learn the art of so blood magic from Dumont. 
how the heck does that even that even happen? Right, like who knows that art? Like it has to be before. How does yeah. a how does a dragon do blood magic though? But that's the thing. Like, is it a drag? Like, we know everybody says that they did yeah. worship dragons in the old times. So I know that was from Yavanna. So like, is this the real dragons? Like, I don't. It does. It doesn't yeah. really. Like, I don't really understand like where they got dragons from. Or are they like spirits that then take dragons as their hosts? So then that makes sense yeah. why they can do blood magic. I think it like, is something like that. Also, how do they even learn the knowledge of blood magic? Well, they're in the void. So I think that's probably why. Like, I think in the void, there's a lot of forbidden stuff that's happened there we can't find. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's, I think for blood magic, what is like the forbidden fruit? Um, but also mm-hmm. demons know blood magic. They know how to teach blood magic okay so that's it's yeah. i think it comes from the fate as well but where did they get that knowledge from could it be in the forgotten I think ones the, the forbidden fate. ones i think from the spirits in general in, in blood magic like is tied to spirits and demons because they know them so well they know blood magic so well i know like at least the forbidden one Michelle. Michelle, choice spirit he he knows the art of blood magic he teaches it to a couple of people and he knows like the thing the thing i don't get is how can a spirit use blood magic when they don't have a body or blood i think it's because they they witness it okay okay they witness it happening and then i think it really happened like but even when the fade and the waking world were one i don't think it right i think it's more powerful in fact right right so yeah dumont was responsible for teaching like i guess to venture people blood magic like rituals. <laughs> i mean it's bad it's right so they yeah, yeah. they definitely learn the rituals from Dumont, like just in general. So and then Dumont loves destroying cities, wondrous cities. <laughs> known for um, the city of the wondrous city of Bounder, which is like known to have fields and like parrots and like beautiful ancient fountains of youth and of eternal all youth gone. and stuff. Yeah, so it's like in this it was destroyed all because the king of Bounder refused the high priest of Dumont's envoy, and so the high priest was like, "Yeah, dude, punish him." And Dumont answered wow. his call and demolished King Berender. Like, you can't even find it. Solus is, you know, when you ask him, like, tell me about the ancient ruins you found. And he's <laughs> like, I found the lost city of Berender, and the city ruins are buried under the wasteland found at the city site in modern day, encased with volcanic ash. And he talks about, like, the bodies, like, being all, like, hollow. And it's like, okay, TMI. Like, I get it. So apparently, yeah. it was no longer found, but it, like, sinked into volcanic, like, in a volcano? <laughs> like, I don't, yeah, yeah. like, did a volcano happen? there like i don't get it like where was or it this? just sinked into the earth maybe yeah. because of the fire as well yeah that's so weird oh my goodness i think it's because of the volcanic like it slided it i don't know and then i mean i guess you could mention this one jack which yeah because uh, we got cepheus alamadis who yeah. is obviously corypheus but we know that dumat is is known for creating the original sin of course he he's the one that got cepheus spoke to Cepheus and told him to enter the black the golden city and come and meet him so obviously from then on Cepheus met of the other majesties and they all went spoke to their gods and they all said come to the golden city but uh, it was obviously Dumat who sent that off mm-hmm. by his own accord so right. that's that's good old Dumat's fault yay <laughs> not really yay because it's kind of scary this is probably one of the most scariest it's called dragon of silence and this is the most like opposition of that like it opposes <laughs> that know. statement yeah it talks the most yeah. to these people so it's like are you really a dragon of silence like <laughs> <laughs> like i don't know and i guess the question we can rise to it is why have we heard so much about demot throughout the games for instance, like, we have heard it from the original Sin. Like, that's the first thing we hear in Dragon yeah. Age Origins. Too mad. Yeah. Too mad. Well, not only that, like, we know from 
he just talks about how the chant and how like Tementor created the original sin. And that was like really hinted towards Demont doing that. Um, and then yeah. GA2, are they associated with the Red Lyrium in case of Dragon Age 2's pre-medieval tie? Because we see Claws of Demont. So right. yeah, it's like entangled with what Red Lyrium. Yeah, so, yeah. And then that's yeah. where we found the idol. So it's like, what is going on here? Like, are, are they tied together? Um, it's it's depicted before anything we've known before the Blights, the pre-medieval tie. So yeah. what is that like what does that necessarily mean like did something happen that like why were they claws of demounts even existent if it was before the blight because we know like they got worshipped obviously before like the blight happened but like what you know like it just doesn't make any sense i guess yeah. people can talk about that in the comments below like what's up with dumont it's a it's a good old rhetorical question yeah. of what the heck is is you know it's a lot of questions why have we heard so much about demount yeah yeah so we wanted to spend a lot of time on Demat there, but through the other ones, we're going to go through them quickly. Yeah. But because uh, Demat is huge, you know, he has a lot of of reference in the plot and it's yeah. still going on. But the other ones, um, we're going to go through those more quickly because, of course, most of them are already dead. So we have Zazakel, the dragon of chaos and the archdemon of the second blight. Mm -hmm. So Zazakel represents freedom because they share the same constellation as Kelios with him or Kios and that represents chaos also known for the stars to represent ill omens so one moment it represents freedom and next moment it represents chaos that kind of sounds like a spirit in my opinion yeah like the two flips what of is the, the opposite coin? of chaos well order and chaos yeah, are kind of two but chaos. freedom freedom and chaos again they're kind of two flips I know. That's weird. That is weird. Well, I think it's mostly because of, like, ill omens represent, like, people in the chant. If they saw the Zazakil constellation, they were like, oh my gosh, something bad's gonna happen. That's what they, mm -hmm. like, thought because it means chaos. So, like, oh, something's bad's yeah. gonna happen. But in reality, yeah. it means freedom as well. So, it's like, that's just superstition. So yeah. That's just culture, I guess, yeah. and tradition of... Nothing else is really interesting <laughs> about Zazakel, other than the fact that there's a holiday of Santinolia was originally dedicated to him. Um, and yeah, Zazakel is known to be chaotic or as the Madman of Chaos. I mean, that's his um, magister was known as the Madman of yeah, Chaos, he, right? Yeah, well, when he came to the dreams. So basically, I guess we should establish that when Dumont came to the dreams, it wasn't just Dumont. Every single but person that was in for the golden city original sin all had dreams so it wasn't just yeah so they all represented themselves as names for instance yeah Zazikale, he called himself the madman of chaos to the priest the high priest of Zazikale. so that's right. kind of like oh my goodness like what so but apparently like the second blight was like pretty chaotic wasn't like easy to oh yeah, yeah. it wasn't easy to fight that one so yeah well it's also because uh, half the time that nobody really helped <clears throat> the elves <laughs> but yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's that's good old zazzy done he's dead so other than his soul we don't really know much else relevance he's gonna have in the future he's probably captured by flameth for all we know <laughs> i feel like she, she's she has him or somebody has him save that tea for later on sorry. i know sorry <laughs> it's, it's, it's exciting so i guess the next one is for the third blight so it's Toth, Dragon of Fire, and the Archdemon of the Fourth Light. The ancient Tementor associated with constellation Toth. So like Toth is not really directed towards anything. We don't know a translation in Tementor, but we know Tementor is yeah. derived from Latin. And this was actually close related to Thoth, which is related towards the Egyptian times. And, the, and that's a god. So it's the ancient Egyptian moon god of wisdom, learning, and magic. And it's usually depicted as an ibis or a baboon. So very interesting. <laughs> well, 
But obviously, that's in the real world stuff. But yeah. we we do know the constellation for what Toph means. Um, actually, it varies, but it's usually represented yeah. as a man on flame in agony, presumably a victim of the old god, or as a flaming orb. So we don't know the actual meaning of it other than Toph. But again, it 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 shows that a, a flaming a man of flame or a, a flaming orb, whatever you, whatever you want to pick. I wonder if people worship Toth while they like. This just sounds dark. When they like worship when Andraste was burned. Maybe yeah, they like Toth praise Toth for the uh, the fire that killed the false prophet or whatever. Right, I bet. Yeah, I bet because they like. I I don't. I wouldn't be surprised by that. Toth like, be praised. Just, yeah. He sent the fire to Andraste. Yes. Oh my goodness. And then they like it starts raining. They're like, oh crap. Is that Toph? <laughs> Which or is, is that, that the maker? <laughs> is that. <laughs> Razakel, the dragon of mystery, or is it the <laughs> Zazakel being dumb, or is it what, what else? What else? Dumont, <laughs> I beseech you. <laughs> oh my goodness. So we've got Andoral, who is the dragon of slaves, and we're going to go quite big into this one because this one actually yeah. is pretty weird. But yeah, this is the actually yeah. in the fourth blight, so again, dead. Don't know about their soul, really. But the ancient of Inter is so. Yeah, from <laughs> Flemeth. Blame Flemeth for everything. Andoral's constellation is Savani, which means the chained man. And guess what? It's depicted as a man in chains with him. Andoral endorsed the ancient Tevinter Magus's attempt to reach the Golden City and spoke to the high priest of Andoral, who used the alias the Appraiser of Slavery, and told them to join in their endeavour. So it's no yep. wonder that Tevinter is a capital of slavery. They believe in a god that endorses it, so why wouldn't they follow slavery? You know, it makes complete sense. <laughs> I know, but it also opposes slavery at the same time. So I really have no idea what, what's <laughs> going on with this one. <laughs> well, he's known to be a god who usurped worshippers of the chant, probably because oh. of the ideal deal of slavery being abolished. Again, more into slavery. Uh, and there was a holiday in the Devinta Imperium dedicated to Andoral back in the times when the old gods were still widely revered. It's uh, It was called Andoralis, but this holiday is now known as Summer Day and is celebrated at the beginning of summer, which is nice. Why summer? Though? You'd think like the Dragon of Fire would be the first day of summer. <laughs> like summer solstice, not the Dragon of Slaves. But... Oh, yeah, I don't even understand. <laughs> like, I think it's because Tevinter like closely relates it towards constellations. Yeah. So like their constellation is probably seen more closely towards the summer age. And like, yeah. so that's why they yeah, feared it. Yeah, true, probably. true. Yeah, that could be correct. Yeah. yeah. That's it on Andral. Other than the fact that he loves slavery, uh, like there is so much in there about slavery and no wonder literally no wonder it's allowed in Tevinter because yeah he's a flipping dragon of it i know that's just ironic really <laughs> <laughs> i guess we can talk about the next one which we dealt with physically and <laughs> in, in the dragon age origins which is Arthemiel, the dragon of beauty and the archdemon of the fifth blight now which we can kill we know where his so. soul is so right he's known or she I it's a she know. it's a she I think yeah, it's a she. No, Close, is it a she? Closely related to no, think, it's a he. It's I'm a pretty he. sure it's a he. The constellation Bellatanus, or known good. as the Maiden, it's believed to originally referred to Arthemiel, the old god of beauty. His soul could still be living on as Mythal, and may have taken it from Kieran, as we've seen with Flemeth and Kieran exchanging a brief kind of no more exchange. dreams, like <laughs> no creepy <more>. exchange. <laughs> No more no dreams. More dreams. <laughs> 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 um, we also know that the architect is the high priest of Earthamiel and Awoken. I love him. Daddy. 
daddy has created chaos and daddy has tried to fix the chaos <laughs> but i think in my opinion maybe arthamiel's kind of not only beauty but more of like just like wisdom within yourself maybe Ooh. i don't know it could be deeper inner beauty but um inner beauty but it also i i, I don't really want to mention to the elven gods and i hate doing that but we did it with dumont but it closely relates to Falandin, like very closely so because of vanity yeah and and what we kind of know what Falandin's like because mm. His beauty of Erthemiel, I want to speak back to Erthemiel, it's known as his beauty is now a horrid mockery of being as he once was. So, like, he turned into something else. Yeah. At least some dragon cults believed also that Erthemiel sired a daughter. Or Zara. Ooh. So Would that be that like a, cult? a little dragon daughter or like a, a being? I'm not really sure. It's not too clear. Like in the it codex really for isn't. Zara, it's like, yeah, it's really weird. It, it talks about like how the cult like kill people and use rituals. So a typical cult that believed one was the leader, which was Zara. They, they, or Samuel had a yeah. baby. And then at the end, it mentions like being related to a dragon. And I'm like, what? That's the thing. I just, yeah. I didn't, I didn't want to read too much of it because I was like, I don't think it really relates towards like it was just a cult so it was like kind of like obviously you could tell it was falsely like falsely, accused yeah, of accused. the wrong beliefs of that's, that's the thing yeah. about cults but i guess I, 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 I we're going to talk about them in a bit because um, i can't i kind of yeah. like the dynamics of cults in in dragon edge and in media as a whole yeah. it's a cult they pro- it's probably not true they'll radical belief all that stuff but um still it's interesting to see how people believed it and what they did to promote their cult because the dragon gods have crazy cults so they yeah. may play a part in the future not sure but uh definitely interesting well i hope so i mean i hope like <laughs> like yeah. we've heard so much about it like i want to see it physically let's like see that. it let's get some dark fantasy plot lines let's have some you know good old cult killings and sacrifices and all that stuff i, I want to see that she's yeah and as we like know we personally experienced with her samuel so we, we've had dreams of Rathemiel. we killed him so like we touched him yeah we can kill him we slept with yeah. him we had his nightmares oh, oh. <laughs> we know alistair had the nightmares ship Dang. <laughs> ship and kieran kieran's another okay yeah ignore kieran no, yeah no weirdo <laughs> he's my son i can say it i can say that oh okay Sure. Now he's going to be denied from his father for life. <laughs> My fa- his father is the prince consort. He will not be seeing his father ever again. Not joking. <laughs> Oof. He is no son of mine. No heir to the throne. Oh my goodness. He is a bastard. <laughs> he's a bastard. Not joking. He actually. Oh yeah, he is. He is a bastard. Yeah, he is. No heir to the throne. He's a bastard. No heir to the throne. That's sad. No more dreams. <laughs> <laughs> so Hashtag no more dreams. <laughs> yeah, well, the thing is, it's like we could talk more about what Flemeth does, but we That's going to be later. Whoa, whoa, boy. whoa. Save the tea. I know. That's why I'm, I'm waiting for the save the tea. We got to talk we about the We talk about the Kieran and Abyss, but we save the tea. Okay, rapid fire. These are the interesting what? ones because these two are still alive. So we got Razakil, the Dragon of Mystery. Now, did you know that the current circle tower in Memrafis was once a temple dedicated to this old god? That is super crazy. Uh, that's the circle tower. Concerning. Yeah, conspiracy. That's very concerning. <laughs> There'll be like blood still etched in like the um the marble through like well, yeah. Like remember when we went underneath the like circle in Dragon Age Origins and there was like tons of secrets underneath. They're like there oh is no, we just keep so them here. Many secrets. It's like you're you're telling me you keep a freaking person that talks 
from Tevinter yeah. and talks prophecy underneath yeah, the circle. And exactly. you can't tell me that, oh, I just keep it here. Like, what? And and like, yeah. then a statue of Finharat? Like, I don't, obviously. You can imagine if it was once a temple, there's going to be diabolical things still lurking. Yeah, there's going to be crazy things in there. So also about Razakel in ancient Tevinter, it was thought that the waters of Lake Kalm had carried the blessing of the Dragon of Mystery Whoa. And the constellation Eluvia was associated with her, and Eluvia is known as sacrifice. Of course, Razakel is a woman or a female dragon. Andrew. Potentially, yeah. Known as sacrifice. Potentially. Andrew the Huntress, the hunt of. It's known as sacrifice as well. Well, there we go. And then Razakel's priests dreamed of dark omens on the fall of the new long-lost city of Barandor. Yeah, so when that happened, Dumont answered and they had, like, dreams that ba- bad things were going to happen to that kingdom. Which is interesting, because it's a dragon of mystery. What's going to happen? Lusican hit me, Saria. Oh, boy. Lusican, the dragon of night. Also, a- another alive archdemon lingering about. I believe... That they're probably just really hidden really well. Titan. Um, it could be looking. And the thing is, obviously we know the Darksmen have not discovered Lusican. Otherwise it would be a blight. Yeah. Um. So it still sleeps underground with Thetis. I'm thinking it's closer towards where Darkspawn can't reach. Near like a wellspring. But ancient inventors associate the constellation Tenibrium. depicted as an owl. So again, this this is definitely towards like... Falandin or Durf. Falandin again. So I don't really understand, like, Arthamiel could represent Valandin, but so does this. But I think it, it was explained. We'll speak about the tea later, about these gods, quote-unquote. That There's just a lot going on with, like, everything tying to, like, this god and this god and this one could be the maker and da-da-da-da-da. It's just too much history, like, just mashed together. Yeah. So I think that's the problem. It don't make but no sense. But Lusican, we don't really know much about him. And the things that we don't know much about gods is always bad news. It's always bad news. Because we didn't know much about Fenrir, and all of a sudden he's just like the big bad. But you romance so him, like, so he's not that bad, is he? Or do you just well, like I, bad boys? <laughs> well, I mean, he's the big bad, though. Like, he is. Like, just be honest with it. Like, oh, I loved him. Like, doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> he's, he's gonna destroy the world. If he like, cannot prove <laughs> he a lover, you. he is determined to be a villain. Exactly. So. Well, we found out that a Chantry scholar conjectured that there might have been an unknown eighth old god represented by the constellation Draconis that was stricken from historical record. What the heck? Yep. What does Draconis wow. mean? Isn't Draconis a spell in Harry Potter? Draconis. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's a spell in Harry Potter. I was just think Draconis just represents like. It's a constellation in real life, and it means the dragon. Yeah, it means the dragon. Oh. Draco. Draco. So there is another one that just means dragon. Could it be the maker? No. Could it be? It's called means the dragon's head, head of a dragon in Latin. So if there is another one out there, it's called the dragon, which we did not expect. I mean, they all represent dragons, so obviously they all are dragons, but they all represent different things. This one just represents (laughs) dragons. Maybe it's like the mother of dragons, like Khaleesi. Maybe the Chantry scholar is like, yeah, there's the next one. (laughs) Guess what, guys? Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that she- <laughs> they 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 made that up because they found out a constellation was called. They found a constellation that was called Draconis. So, like, guess what, guys? This must be an eighth dragon. Oh God! Or it could just represent they're all dragons. <laughs> Maybe the Chantry scholar drank too much ale. So they are all the eight <laughs> old gods. I could say because we did touch upon Draconis old there. I think it's just seven. <laughs> 
How many Evanuris are there, Saria? Nine. What? Well, how many are living right now? Eight. No, Solas and Mathal. Yeah, but Mathal can die. Chronicle. Well, that theory's screwed. Let me just start off by just saying, guys. <laughs> What's your theory then? What's your guys, Let's go with it. I'll, right I'll, off the I'll, bat, <laughs> we don't know if there's a connection between the Elven Gods and the Old Gods. Solas right. claims that the, that there is no quick connection between the old gods and his people. Now, does this mean that they could be the Forgotten Ones? If so, does that mean that the Forgotten Ones are not parts of Solas's people? Does he not does he not include them? Does he differentiate them? Or does it literally mean that no guys, the Elven Gods are not in any way similar to the old gods? Hit me, Saria. <laughs> well, I mean, I think he believes that the old gods of Tevinter existed, though. I think he believes them. I just think he doesn't believe them as gods. Yeah. So, they do. They did exist. They're not related, though, to the elven gods. And that that's one thing to really say. I think so many people, including me, including you, and including everybody in Dragon Age, because we really want it to be related, so it's so much easier to just, like, throw it off the case. Yeah. Like, why do we have to, like, remember, like, 17 gods, you know? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense, right? Yeah, we want them to be related so closely with the El Evaneris. But we got to realize there's also... Forbidden ones and forgotten ones and there's titans and there's... there's titans there's yeah there's and oh like there's and there's the maker and then there's like the seven what like Andraste's disciples like you know it's just there's so many to remember from so like I don't understand why we have to like merge them together yeah they're not the same they're not the same they're not worshipped the same they're not believed by the same people so they're not the same yeah but they did they did exist so that that is one thing that Solus can confirm to he believed the elven gods existed and so did the Tevinter gods as well that's I quote when he spoke to Cassandra. So I think in my opinion, Solus knows that there there is a difference between it, but there's no lore tying towards them to being related. And I think that relates towards like what we're gonna speak about. There there's just I think there there's so much going on with rotten I wanna say rotten history because yeah. it is. There's so much like corruptness within the history. Like not even with like Tevinter, it's with elves, it's with dwarves, yeah, Canari. Definitely. Like it's every single race. Yeah. They all have corrupted history, meaning that it's gone or that it's lost or that it's like twisted, you know, yeah. it's just corrupt and rotten and it, there's no way for them to turn back to like the true natures, which Yavanna, I quote, is dragons. So like, yeah, you know, I think, but I think the gold gods, in my opinion, as horrible as they sound, is the closest to the original belief of dragon worshipping. So yeah. I think, yeah, that that's the only thing I'll spit out. Well, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> so <laughs> there's the tea. <laughs> there's the tea. Getting away from that idea, then. I mean, we can touch upon the forgotten ones and the elven gods, but we kind of want to divert yeah. that away. Let's delve yeah. into a few tinfalls. So, why in the first place do the magisters worship and revere the old gods? Like, why would they want to worship these dragons that are so vile that are just crazy i guess for corypheus it was the secrets of blood magic well it's the same with the maker right mm -hmm. it, it means that an actual god came upon them and gave these ideas mm. so that's the same thing with dumont as if dumont someone came gave those dreams yeah they all gave dreams to them not before not during the original sin that's not when they started worshiping they worshiped it like before. thousands of years yeah. before yeah and I think it's because they they tied to them. They were seeking a higher being. I think it goes into like as far as dreams. They held dreamers as a high regard. Yeah. So does that relate back to the elven people? Because 
they were really good dreamers? Like, yeah. did they strip them of those knowledges? Because when the humans came over, it's a kingdom. Like, they were just a kingdom with power hungry. So yeah. if they're power hungry and they find a god that's power hungry, wow, perfect match. But it's the same. They revere them because the old gods came to them. Yeah. They they came as a fabrication. Like, just as any demon, really, comes for power. They come I and guess. they speak and they try. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. Try and haggle, they, make a deal. Exactly. I think that's what it is. They struck a deal and that's how they worship them. You got to do this to do this. It's all works, you know. So yeah. it's like typical worship i no, I, I agree i agree uh, other than okay. other than empty promises and you know yeah. blood magic and other than the fact that they, they they revere them because they are what they say they are and they but like they believe it like they are these mighty evil gods that are you know of fire and of night and of mystery and they really do hold those power and they have a reason to be feared and fair enough but as Sola says you know no real god need prove himself so right. they're saying all these things as you know they're kind of empty words they're empty promises and if they truly were gods then why would they need to prove it you know as god as Sola says why would they need to prove it they wouldn't need to prove otherwise I yeah think. well they wouldn't need to prove i guess what he's saying is power like why do they yeah. need so much why power? do they need to bolster that you know well we are the you know we can teach you need the this secrets. for this yeah. you need to enter the golden city for you this you need to it's worship like... us and you need to kill all these sacrifices you know you need to do all this but why if they were so powerful why not just be powerful why 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 you know so i guess the next question is how do they actually worship because we were kind of touching that this is where we get into the culty stuff so i was yeah. looking at lucican and i found this really creepy idol and we were trying to analyze it and it's literally like what it seems like it's a is that a woman or a man that is holding it's a, it's a victim <laughs> it's a victim with loads of it looks like there are like there are people below them worshiping yeah and you've got this victim High holding priests. up this skull could be an ogre it could be an ogre skull it could be a dragon skull it could be the representation of lucican himself and it, ha it has antlers on it we don't write it i i feel it could be the representation of lucican because his is yeah his, his, his idol but um it's like this pagan ritual and of course this is seemingly one where they worship their gods by by praying to this idol by speaking to this idol by doing making us what maybe sacrifices you know very weird ritualistic stuff that's going on and so is this one where they worship their their old gods by by killing people by doing whatever they do so that, that's that's definitely one where they do it yeah well and i think like what's most hinted is like blood magic so like yeah. that's how they got just there's using so much it. like yeah like dawn of the seeker like there's so much like blood involved with like the old god stuff like i know there's codexes they're just slaves would be like disappearing and they'd have a slave extra because they knew they had to use one for their ritual yeah. And they'd be disappearing, but no one would care because they would get slaves that like didn't have any family line or anything yeah. like that. They would make sure and, like, that they don't yeah. have a family and they want it back. Yeah, so it's like... If they went missing. You know, I just need a typical ritual to kill one person to just like... do Like, it's just so much blood, you know? Yeah. And then also there's like really, really dark stuff where like one of the temples had like blood seeping through the walls because of one ritual. Like, there's just so much gore that goes into these rituals there's what they use like a third of lyrium exactly and like yeah. the blood of a thousand slaves yeah. to get to the block to the enter the golden black exactly. city like so my goodness much. like it, was <laughs> it worth so the price <laughs> that's like half of the population and like to venture like what yeah. 
so yeah i mean what i see it looks like to me like a dark spawn like ogre skull but it could be representation of that old god i, yeah. I wouldn't put it past that it looks very pagan for sure it does it really does but it's typical like blood ritualistic those people on the bottom look like typical priests. Yeah, or they could be a part uh, of the worship. Typical, like, Tevinter style, because they look like they have the hats on with their, like, their big staffs yeah. and their robes. Yeah, they look very Tevinter. They're just, like, Tevinter, like, magisters or whatever, like, really. Very interesting. I mean, we've seen a lot of alt- altars yeah. with the old gods. Like, that's one thing they're very renowned for is, like, altars. I know Andrasi's Chantry one is like that. That one I saw, like, they cut her into pieces and stuff like that. And there's, like, blood seeping <laughs> Lovely. Through. Pretty. And it's in the Chantry. It's like, oh, I'm just worshipping Andraste. Oh, look at those Tevinter gods. They, like, chopped her up. Like, it's so Yay, weird. Happy. Like, happy, but, you know, the maker will help me. Like, it's just like, oh, my goodness. It's just so, like, rotten. And I think it's mostly because of the fear of, like, old god worship. It's there's revered. It's obviously, they worship them because yeah. they fear them. So it's out of fear. Revered. Not out of compulsion, not out of love, not out of safety, security, not out of many reasons other than fear. They want to be feared and that's why they worship them because they're scared. Not because of any other uh, higher reason, literally, other than the fact that they are scared. So they they worship them because that's the only thing they feel they can do. That's true. I mean, one way to get worshipped is to be feared, so. One way to get power is to be scared, you know? Yeah, for real, like, that's, that's so true and like leadership and everything yeah so i think yeah i mean that's one of them and then the other one we know is we've seen a lot in the fade so much crazy things in the yeah but we do see the altar that is near the claws of dumat which again you touched upon before yes so like the claws of dumat are kind of known well this one right here you can go up to it and it has like a ritual they did with dumat and it like basically talks about how they put them with those chains on, on you know, their arms are in those chains, and yeah. then, like, their blood will trickle down on the walls uh, of Dumont. Oh, uh, yeah, to like It's like taught. Yeah, to do, yeah, like, to do something. It's like, oh, cool, yeah, that's, and then it just kind of abruptly ends there, like, yeah, they just put it in the little thingy. It's like, okay, like, <laughs> how, why? Like, exactly why, though? Like, was this, like, a good way to distribute blood for the ritual? Like, we know for sure, like, there are tons of like tools to use for blood like we know with alistair's dad you know yeah with when he's like hanged up like that and like just to like was that the mcgrawlin control him yeah mcgrawlin like that's a typical blood magic like like torture device put on people yeah there's like tons of like torture devices they know how to do for blood magic and closet dumat's one of them yeah for sure they're also like represented as like lyrium tools as well not only just like blood but right next to at least the one in the fade over here right next to it's like a huge like lyrium like mining looking thing and there's a similar one in like samson's and like solace talks about like oh yeah they're like tools for lyrium yeah like distribution very well made too and you're like uh okay (laughs) (laughs) awkward like what does that mean what the heck does what would you use that for exactly so like definitely lyrium and blood magic is a very typical way to worship an old god. So if you want to worship an old god, get some get lyrium. Those two things, you'd be good to go. Get some killing done, and you will be balling in the afterlife. <laughs> <laughs> balling. <laughs> Something that a lot of these worship devices are used by is obviously it's regular to, to people, but a lot of the out there ones, like the, the Lucican one I showed, is it's yeah. it's old good cults, and they. Right. 
still do exist with the dying with obviously the death of the old god religion it's still huge in Twinter. but because of obviously the more recent andrastism being brought back into Twinter, there are plenty of old god cults that still exist out there in Twinter. and this is something that i do want to see touched upon in the future of dragon age because this is proper dark fantasy storytelling and i feel having to deal with them having to see them if they want to wrap up any magister narratives or any old god na uh, narratives we should definitely get some sort of old god cult that is interfering with Tevinter somehow that is behind the scenes worming away even behind you know the magisterium if they they're they're the puppeteers is a, is a cult or there are certain members of the magisterium are in this cult you have the venatori as an example you know so it's not too far to to change that and get a different one or the venatori to be reformed or just in the outskirts of Tevinter they, they they're out there but Despite the rise of the Chantry, the worship of Lusican has continued, even into modern Dragon Age. The most recent notable group was a cult known as the Last Moon. Uh, they were abductively and ritualistically murdering multiple individuals during the Grand Tawny of the Free Marches in the early Dragon Age, before attempting to destroy the Tawny Grounds during the finale of the Grand Melee. So that was the early part of the Dragon Age. What are we in now? 931, 932, 940 something? This was what? So 40 years past. This was what? 30, 40 years ago? Very, very recent. Still enough room for this cult to have grown. And there is no state on, on what hap what is happening with this cult right now. So easily they could still be going around. And they're not just based in Tevinter. As you can tell, they went to the free matches to mess with the Grand Tawny. So they like to get involved in big catastrophic events. They want to be noticed. They want to be uh, known to themselves. And I don't think any old god cult will end until the two remaining archdemons are dead. So we're still going to have those going on. But yeah, I think it's it's super interesting that we have these, these cults that are going on there. What they're doing, what they're trying to do. And again, it's just sacrificing and killing people to probably go back into the gold city and meet their gods. We don't know if they speak. We don't know if Lucifer and Radical still speak. We haven't heard if they've spoken to, you know, the high priests or any of these cults in particular. But we know that they're still alive. They're still sleeping. You know, who says that they, they have, they're, they're not speaking to them in dreams, in the fade, by any means. You know, who says they're not speaking to these cults? We, we don't know. So I think for a potential adversary in Dragon Age 4 or whatever's going forward of the, the narrative, we'll certainly should hear about this Last Moon cult and other, sure. other you know, that's the cult of Lusican. What about the cult of Razakil? I think Lusican is going to be the final awakening dragon. So Razakil's the next one. What if they're trying to wake up Razakil and Lusican? That's why they're probably trying to kill off so many people so they can enter the fade themselves and go and wake them up. So I, I certainly think that's something to watch out for. Uh, but yeah, cults are lurking behind the scenes in Dragon Age and I'm all for that but uh yeah it's super interesting yeah well i mean one thing most notably we know was the last cult was the venatori when yeah. they took care of them quote unquote there's still remnants um, but yeah they're, 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 they're. yeah there's still like little remnants but like there's no leader anymore so like it's really pointless yeah but we know Aramund was definitely like avid on like killing all the old gods yeah which is like ironic but like killing all the old gods by using like demon or like a demon army, which is hence the Grey Wardens. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, you know, souls obviously like wouldn't that make it worse? Like if you know meaning like it would be worse because they 
it would cause chaos. It would I don't know currently, what we don't know what chaos would yeah. be. But right, so like there is also that hint where they are trying to end all the blights. Yeah. Because like as far as they know, that's the last two gods. Like, yeah. Quote unquote. Yeah. As far as they know, we just gotta find them, smother them, and we're done. Smother them in the right. crib while they're still asleep. Yeah. yeah. Why? Like, just I, I just don't understand why. Like, that's the motivation as well. Besides the worship, it's also like to kill them. Yeah. Like, yeah, let's just kill them now. We're done. <laughs> like, we're done with the blights. They cause like we've handled so like five already. Like, what's what's up with another two? Like, you'll be fine. Yeah. You know, so like it has to be something with like a double blight. Yeah. Because like then Which, it'd be like a big threat. Yeah. But imagine a cult being the ones responsible for like, you know, making oh, the Dax Fontainted. Yeah. What unless it is Solas. What if Solas is going to Divinity Cult? Like, sounds dumb, but what if you know he needs to get into the fade right now? So he goes to these cults and he literally gets into the fade, you know? What if he has a Divinity yeah. Cult on his side? <laughs> Well, he better cut off his ears because they don't reveal <laughs> but if they're a, very well. But if they're a cult, why would they care? That's true. They're wearing hoods all the if time. If they're a so cult and they want to get into the fade and they want to kill masses of people, they're not going to well, care about an elf. Technically, his is like an occult in its own way. Technically, like, yeah. Belief is a I cult. mean, even people thought the Inquisition was a cult before it was the Inquisition, didn't they? Well, yeah. Especially what they like believed in. Even Andrasseism was, like, was a cult as well, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. They're all like, well... What makes a cult a cult? It's like, mm. obviously, they believe in one thing. I guess it's purpose, a certain so it's doctrine, like... isn't it? It's they, they follow a yeah. different doctrine based on... But based on what? How do you how do you differentiate Andrasteism now from a cult? Even though Andrasteism was a cult. Like, like you know what I mean? What makes... Yeah, and like a... What makes Tevinter's Andrasteism not a cult? Yeah, true. I mean, I think this is the thing is because, like, it's so much easier to believe in a god that, that is kind than a god that is, like, fearful. True. Which was like these gods versus True. the maker. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's why it was so easy to turn to the Chantry. Yeah. Because of all that stuff like going on. They really wanted to like... they And Tevinter, I know, blames themselves for like everything. Yeah. But they're afraid to say it. Yeah. I think that's the problem. Because Endorance like so easy. Oh, you know, not, you know, not us. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you're going to say not us because of the guilt. Mm-hmm. Like it's the same thing. It was, I don't want to compare it, but like it's the same thing with like, you know, Germany. You know, like it's <laughs> yeah. it's... You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, there's bad totally. things that happen, and they're like, yeah, you know, they're not going to say not us, but, like, it was us. And, yeah, they're uh, not going to take the scrutiny know. of it, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I think, in my opinion, it's going to be something like that. Like, they do feel guilty. Yeah, um, they feel guilty, yeah. so they, they're now doubtful. But I also think the reason that they did convert to Adressism was because, you know, now they've only got one god as opposed to seven. You know, they kind of could pick and choose. Okay, well, I'm going to pray to Toph today. I'm going to pray to Dumat today. Whereas now it's like, well, I'm just going to pray to the Maker. <laughs> you know? Well, that's the same thing with, like, Elven Pantheon. That's so true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, I know within Droste versus the Elven Pantheon, like, when, and, like, for instance, the Emerald Knights, um, when he, like, falls in love with the girl that believes in the chant, he's like, yeah, like, I don't understand. Like, we are the same, you know? Like, yeah. I don't feel motivated to, you know pray to my Avenirus as much as you don't feel motivated to pray to your maker. Yeah. So it's like, it's yeah. the same. Exactly. Like the, kind yeah. of the same belief of like worshipping something. True. So yeah, very interesting. I guess we should mention who we blame all the time for these problems as well, not just oh. the Tevinter people. Hey, now we can get to the tea. Yeah, here's the tea. <laughs> here's the real tea. Saria, you, you take the tea. Flemeth has been keeping these old gods somewhere. I don't know, in a treasure chest? It's a satchel under, of souls. It's a satchel of souls. Right. The friggin' Pandora's box in a little <laughs> cabin. In a like, purse. It's in a purse. In a little, yeah, in her little headpiece. <laughs> in a wig. So, in her wi- in, in her a weave. Bra? Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> Best keep a PG hypnosis. <laughs> oh, well, there's so many. Yeah, probably some stuffed in there. Yeah, so I, she at least hoarded Orthemiel's soul. She knows that ritual. Like, who knows a freaking ritual to do that? Like, what? Yeah. Obviously, I'm thinking it, it came from the Avar because they know how to, like, reincarnate souls uh, to become back again. So, like, they know, Avar knows reincarnation. What makes you think that, like, Flemeth doesn't? Exactly. She came from, like, the Alamari yeah. slash Avar tribes. Exactly. So, yeah. So, why wouldn't you know with that? reincarnation. Yeah, that's a, definitely a thing. So, ha <laughs> I mean, I guess we could also talk about, like, why keep an old god? What's so important what? about them? What's, like, what yeah. is what is Slumeth doing? Like, confronting them? Like, hey, just so you know, like, the real god is me. <laughs> like, could, I don't know. Like, if we go like, full what, what? tinfoil, what, what could she be doing with an old god? Yeah, what's soul? the tea with what, that? Like, what did it... <laughs> What did it do with Kieran? <laughs> it gave Kieran the dreams. Maybe so she can sense the archdemons, so she can find the other archdemons, so she can hear the same song as them. To like lead them. To ride them. I'm gonna ride this arch. But what? Is it to, what like, does having an all god soul do to you, Kieran? Well, I don't able- know. He, exactly. he still dreams that's he it was, and he like knows like things that are like very he, weird not without the titan he is he's like, got the same abilities of being tainted but he's not got the blood because he's got the soul so is it the fact that he's not going to die of the calling is that what it is so she can she can have the abilities of a girl warden without having a calling because she doesn't have the blood she has a soul so can she hear the same song as them to find the others to yeah well we know in the ritual is that like morgan explains that like somebody who's fresh within the blight hence like either you or alistair mm-hmm. not in, like well i think Logain as well because when he drinks as well like when he starts to yeah so it's somebody who's fresh within like the the taint in them to to have the baby like to produce the baby yeah. because it will link to somebody very closely tied to them hence like obviously that's how you can die because it'll go into your body and you can't control it yeah and so if you have a baby or an offspring it will go to the offspring yeah so it'll go to that baby's soul yeah so meaning it is tainted but like freshly but freshly meaning tainted. like does it cleanse it does that cleanse yeah. the thing because it well yeah, like does our gray one yeah. still have the taint when they get the soul yeah they do they do well alistair is different oh okay. he's a he's a theron blood so yeah, there you go. He has yeah, he has he has dragon blood in him. So th- there's that problem. But um, with with you, for instance, a warden having the baby, it's like it. I think it just resembles. She has to be like, no, somebody who's fresh within the taint. Yeah. That's what basic basically what Morgan mentions it has to be you. Can't be like somebody else. Some other. You know. Yeah, like somebody else who's already in it. Like it has to be like one of you or or Alistair or Logan. You know, like somebody who's freshly within it so yeah that there's the problem right there and then also we know with fiona as well like she got the taint out of her because of a baby so like what what is it necessarily i don't really understand like the taint how the taint works like does it does it necessarily mean the soul is cleansed and the soul is just trapped in a tainted body like Earthamiel, for instance and then once they bargain it out and kieran knows like things that not really supposed to be known yeah does Flemeth, I know, was just obsessed with like collecting old knowledge and like preserving the old ages and what's to come. It's be- and like that's what Mythal slash Flemeth says. Like it's because I taught you, girl. Like why do you think you need to preserve like history? It's because I taught you how to do that. Because I do that. Well, so it's like oh crap. What if she created the blight in the first place, and so she's just fixing up what she created? What if she's actually a nice witch? I feel like Mythal is responsible. 
I feel like he's responsible for it. I, I do. I feel like killing the Titans, something for, along that lines has caused a blight. So what if she's just collecting the souls originally she, she, she started with? Who knows? What if they are the Elven Gods and it's the Elven Gods' souls and she's using them to get back at them? And she's at, what if she is collecting their powers to destroy the veil? What if the Old God's souls still speak? What if the Old God is still alive? Obviously, Kieran... See, the thing about Kieran is I didn't know if he was really smart because of the old god soul or if it's just because he was really weird and morrigan was his mom because i think even without no, no, the soul no, I think... even without the soul he's like you're a kunari you are the da 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 da, da. but it's just because he's weird but my point is do, do the old god soul still speak do you know so it's, it's i think it's i think it's the same with flemethal it is a part of me yeah so like yeah same with kieran exactly so, mm-hmm. do the old gods still speak? What if, you know, what if they, they grant her power? What if they speak to her? Tell her what, what if they give her, you know, ancient knowledge, ancient mysteries? They have, you know, like... They're just vessels. They're just vessels, but what, what, what but what's the point in having them? There's got to be a reason. Because... What if she wants to create more bodies and give the soul to soul her body? Because soul is too easily fallen into the wrong hands, maybe? And mistreated? Like... What she could, instance, what could she do differently though? Preserve them for what's to come. <laughs> and what's to come? The veil breaking. That's why people related to the elven gods, because they're like, oh, well, it has to be. Like it has to be the old god, like the elven nearest, because like, it does make sense. Involved it, in yeah, it. Yeah, that, that does make sense. But I think, in my opinion, like Mythal has to be demon if that's the case. Like, what if she's just okay, collect- cool. what if she's just collecting her babies? I mean, everybody knows that like the old god baby Dumont could have been on Droste, which is like an easy theory to think about. What is she's she- born right after it? But no one knows. Like, we all know that like the mother and father were like not Grey Wardens or anything like that. What's the difference between all? a soul and a spirit? So a spirit lacks like free will apparently, mm-hmm. or lacks creativity and intelligence mm-hmm. apparently to the maker, and a soul like creates things. So like imagine things it doesn't emulate their maker but could a soul walk around as a spirit no right Mm-mm. what if you I don't think, could, I think... could she put these souls into someone's body and would they become a body or would that not work i think there's something intrinsic about a soul i think yeah. that's what they're trying to hint at like yeah, it's connected to something yeah it's connected to something more like because a spirit i don't know like a spirit is like they say it like it is like there's like coal yeah like, coal doesn't seem like a soul like coal is not a human like i don't care how people make him human coal is not even close to it <laughs> i make him human asunder. what are you talking about i know <laughs> but still no he doesn't but like if you create a spirit he's like thank you for like making me who i really am when he's a human he's, he's like, so much you. more like lovable though and he has he's... more fun times with varric and he's like, thank you. I love this. I'm a human. I can touch myself. <laughs> well, I mean, if you make him spirit, he makes he makes himself forget Cole. Yeah, true. Like, he makes him forget the human. He does. So, like, yeah, that's the thing, though. Like, that's that's soulless. Like, that's not S-O-L. <laughs> it's, it's, like, yeah. soulless. Yeah. S-O-U-L. That's, like, completely, like, there's no soul. There's no heart. Yeah. In it. Um, so yeah, there there is an intrinsic. Like I don't think I think if she's collecting souls, they have to be like more than spirits because spirits are super common. Yeah. And I think Solus represents sp- they're his people, his spirits. They're, they're the his people. He knows a lot about the spirits. Evanius on quote. So like Mythal is preserving souls. Like in the Maker, that's his second children. Like souls. Yeah. Like man, i.e. man. 
So, like, what's the difference? And there's a huge difference. Like, the Chantry thinks it's a huge difference. Yeah. Magic thinks it's a huge difference. A spirit between a soul. You know, and then souls is like, well, they're the same. Yeah. Yeah. Souls comes out and is like, well, they're the same. Is De- Cassandra determined, you yeah. know, by the cheekbones and buried by his chest yeah. yeah. And then you can argue with him, well, they lack free will. And he goes, they do have free will. And you're like, oh. You've thought about this. He goes, for a time, I have. Meaning that, like, maybe the Evaneers believe that spirits don't have free will. Yeah. And that's what makes him so that's powerful. Because he is a spirit. Maybe. That's a good. That's, that's a great point. That's a very good point. Yeah. Yeah, because if he's a spirit of wisdom or pride demon, they're so close to man. Yeah, very. Like, they're yeah. very close the closest, to man. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, is because they imitate. They imitate man. They exactly. Imitate man. Exactly. That's the problem. Like they only that's imitate think, though. Yeah, but I think there's also a flaw in like Solus's theory, right? Or Solus's belief, because if Mythal is like kind of like, mm, like you don't know, you still don't know, child. Yeah. Like old friend. Like there's a difference between like souls and spirits. So hmm, maybe the maker's original story is correct. That's the thing. Like we're getting deep into like souls versus spirits. I w- I would love to believe that they are the same because that just makes it easier for everyone to think about yeah, it. Yeah. But it, I think it's just because maybe spirits were originally tied to a soul. Yeah. Maybe that's what Mathal's doing. Maybe Mathal's like, oh yeah, this old god Earthamiel, yeah, that goes to uh, the beauty spirit. Like, I don't know, like something like yeah. that. No, and, and obviously it's complete tinfoil because it's like we can't yeah. guess what's right. But I guess if we are tinfoil about it, I guess like what's at least one thing or one reason you believe she's gathering the souls for? Well, just imagine. She's not only got like Mythal in herself, like she's yeah. got Arthamiel now. Yeah. And like if, if Solus is inhabiting, he's got like, what, like three people in him? Like, yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of conversation to be had inside his head. Like, <laughs> you think about it. <laughs> Mythal's like, I don't think you should do this. And Arthamiel's like, do it, do it. And then the wisdom spirit's like, well, technically we're going to have to do this, this, and this, and this, and this to do it. Like, <laughs> it's going to be like, his brain's going to be like, And then Thermiel is like, Rawr. <laughs> And then Solus is like, I hate myself. Like, I don't know. Like, what why if do I do have to do this? She's gathering the spirits, the souls, <laughs> to feed Solas to make him a dread wolf. Get him nice and buff so then he can turn into the dread wolf. Nice and dummy thick. So he can turn into the dread wolf. <laughs> Literally, overland, like, like, I think, okay, potentially, she's getting the souls, so... Yeah, why does he have eight eyes, dude? Exactly, what if it's each of the souls? What if it's, you know, that could be a part of the Forgotten Ones, but what if it's the old gods? But, another idea, what if Mafal's getting the souls so she can sense the calling, so she can then find the other old gods, for whatever reason... That's smart, that's a smart kind of... I feel like that's what she could be... So she can hear the calling and find the other old gods for whatever reason she needs to find them for she needs to get that power she needs to just kill them if she needs solas to the dark spawn to avoid them because solas might have to be doing something with them yeah whatever reason think think about it he's not a dark spawn yeah so like we've always like concluded that like oh yeah the next step is arch demon what if they can skip that step? They could. You know, we're all about the, the, the next blight. And to be, blight. to be fair, the Dread Wolf Rises mural does hint at that, so it, it's reasonable. But, like, that's just, that's that, that could be totally be foreshadowing in the future, future, future. 
what if that's not the plot right now? What if it's something completely different? Well, I just am so confused because, like, why is it transferred to him? Like, that makes the Dreadwolf Rise true. Like, why is all those souls transferred to him? She passed yeah. one over, though. Let's think about that. She passed something over. Yes. I'm guessing it's Mythal. I think Solus keeps the old gods. Vessels. That's a good idea. So Mythal goes to find another vessel, which could be Morrigan. Of Mythal, which is Morrigan. Where the Ephemial stays inside. But what if you don't have the old god soul? Then is it just a power? Is it just Flameth's body? What do you mean? What if you don't get the old god soul? What if you die? What if the Grey One dies? Oh yeah. What if? Oh crap. It's a good what theory, if... but could it just be her essence, her power, her magic? Well, doesn't it like if it goes inside the Grey Warden? What happens? Like Morgan says, what happens to it? Like uh, you die. You die. Where does it go after? Like I think the soul goes into it. You explode. Like that. That's how I imagined. <laughs> You just die because you can't handle it. Uh, yeah, what the heck? That's yeah, the where thing. does it go after that? That's the thing. Then he can't be it? I don't know. Good idea, though, that potentially he gets the family's soul. I think what that's if, the only reason. What if she collected other souls? There you go. There you go. Yeah, like if it's not our Thamiel and she collected then it's like at, at least. Then it's and Anderol's. Three out of three. Yeah. Out of like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got three out of seven. You're going to have to get the rest. Oh, thanks. Gosh, I have to do all the work here. <laughs> you made this world. I guess I did. Like, <laughs> But I, I think that's a really good point to wrap up on the fact that potentially Solas gets an all good soul. Mafal, her essence, her soul has gone somewhere else to find a new vessel. Most likely Morrigan, you know. I would love Most likely to see Morgan. Morrigan being possessed by Mafal because we know she'd hate it. Because, you know, she kind of has mother issues. But, I mean, and her mom is kind of like... I don't want to say Manchowskins by proxy, but she... <laughs> <laughs> but Flemeth is, is like... I don't think she is that, but I think she's through more danger. manipulative. Narcissistic, maybe. Bit of a B-I-T-C-H. Yeah, for sure. And that's sad. Like, the epitome of, like, motherhood is Mithal, and like she's a horrible mother i know how it's it's ironic it's ironic it's very ironic it's it's well it is ironic yavana's death was ironic where like yeah. alistair says what are you doing this for justice it's like <laughs> mm. uh, stabby stabby stab yeah <laughs> like, no, but that's a very that's good very... point Mithal is motherhood yeah Flemeth and justice and Flemeth so, yeah, is the like... worst mother ever well now she's vengeance because obviously she's like i will seek a vengeance on them well, that's like literally like elganon <laughs> yeah. What is going on here? What is? She must. That's the thing. It, it's all about my foul. But uh, terms yeah. of terms of the old gods, what do you think is going forward, or what's behind them? I think Solus is is seeking to avoid the next blights because mm. he like literally doesn't want them to happen. He's like a af- afraid, afraid of, of them. Not afraid, but like very like very hesitant, vehemently vehemently against Fe- uh, yeah like vehemently yeah does not like the wardens hates them yeah like does not like them at all doesn't want them like to be part of our party doesn't like like black wall because he's not he's a liar <laughs> he's a liar but, like yeah. he doesn't like him because he's a gray ward like quote unquote yeah. a gray warden he doesn't like them and i was like okay ironic like <laughs> yeah it is you know yeah one imagine like if we had the gray warden as like the inquisitor he probably would hate them <laughs> <laughs> Probably hates. He probably doesn't like Alistair. Oh no, he won't. Alistair's like a brush, you know, naive. Alistair would not get him. Al- Alistair like, would be like honest. shaking his head, like, uh, sure. Like, who are you? Like, yeah. why do you talk like that? Then again, why is this guy bald? Then again, <laughs> Alistair has changed now. He's actually more depressed. Ten years on, he's more like, um, I've seen some things, dog. Yeah, he's seen his father die. He's flipping caused his father's death, didn't he? Like, didn't he? Didn't he stab him. the? Uh, 
the the massive weird uh no varick did oh okay varick was like what the heck is that thing you need to shoot it yeah <laughs> he killed yavana which spoilers, was spoilers but, but that was funny he hates he hates witches even though he likes even though he's you know well that was just one thing you know, nah i think it was more thing. than that <laughs> i think um there was a meme where it was, i think it had to do something with airplane have you watched airplane it's like a comedic movie but uh, it's like a 1960s movie yeah it's like 70s yeah. or something yeah, like yeah. 60s 70s and it's a comedic like movie about people on the airplane but <laughs> it was like there was like this they did the quote from the airplane and it was morgan and, and alistair and it was she goes have you ever done this before and he goes or like he's like i'm nervous she goes why is this your first time he goes no it's not my first time i'm just always ner-. like Aww. something like that i'm always nervous <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> it was that's like cute. so so silly i was like oh my god that's horrible <laughs> going, oh my goodness. going forward on uh, in the complete opposite of solas you know completely avoiding the brides i think mafal is doing the opposite she is trying to start them cause them she's after them i think you know i think she knows how to... she is because well she's responsible she, she knows how to deal with them as she well though she sent morrigan to the grey warden for a reason because she was like you can stop the blight i know what's gonna happen you can do that the dark ritual so i think she's actually actively seeking them out going forward as well i don't think she i don't think she is though because think about it like it wasn't her fault that it started it was it was the magisters but she knows yeah. and like the same thing with corypheus like he screwed up the orb as well and you should have not given his orb to corypheus meaning like these magisters make mistakes dude like why are you like <laughs> brah you don't brah? think she's already seeking them out I think she's seeking the souls out. I don't think she's seeking the blight out. That's what I mean, though. By seeking the souls out, she's after the archdemons. But how else are you going to... I don't think she wants the archdemons. How would she get the souls otherwise? I don't know. She needs she needs souls to find them, right? Yeah. Maybe that's, yeah, that's why I think she's got them. one, though. So she can find them. And then she can find, you know, she can find one. And she can find the other one. It's like puzzle pieces. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, that's it's why... Like, Earthamiel, do you know where the next guy is Yeah, exactly. Now? I didn't see him. Yeah. You're like, oh, great. Now I'm in a lost chase. <laughs> I don't think he would speak. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, I ain't speaking to you. I Who are you? Why, why are you Elvin? I was at the uh, Applebee's and he, uh, he went past me. <laughs> well, I think they would speak to Mythal because Mythal's depicted as a dragon. So they probably think they're one of them. I'm Draconis. I'm the eighth oh, one no. of the Chantry Skull. <laughs> that's why you'd never see me before because I was... You know, I'm new. Or I'm Ufamil's daughter. <laughs> the half dragon, half woman thing. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. I'm Dumat's daughter. Well, that's the tea we, we got. We got to the Mafal juicy stuff there. We got that good old tinfoil going forward. What do you guys think? Would the Dreadwolf have old god souls in him to be the Dreadwolf? Is she just going to feed the souls to Solas? Or is she genuinely... Solas is hungry. Yeah. Hungry for more than just souls. The Vale. The Valen. He's going to eat the veil. Flemeth. And, and Flemeth. What? You didn't hear what I said. I said Lavalin said <laughs> and, and Flemeth. Oh my god. And a broodmother. I thought you were hungry for the broodmother. Nah, I'm over that now. You're over that now. That, that was just a phase. That was just a phase. Yeah. I'm now right. interested in... Nah, I'm back to normal now. I'm like, I'm Veya. I'm Scout Hiding. I'm Charter. Back to... Veya though. You're Alistair. Alistair. But, no, but for terms of romance going forward, I want Veya. But that's a completely different discussion. But um, yes... That is the tea. Going forward, I think, and I don't want you guys to get too excited, but I think the next episode should be something to be quite exciting because I'm currently arranging something behind the scenes, but uh, I won't announce it just yet, but Yay. we have plentiful teased in this tinfall what could be happening. We have a third... What? 
Mabari Warhound. I'm bringing yeah. on my Mabari Barney on. He's going to be woofing and barking. And uh, yeah, it should be good fun. And Saria is getting a cat, so they're going to speak to each other via. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally, I'm totally getting a cat. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, I don't want to hype it up too much in case it doesn't happen or it doesn't. But September, September's next month, right? Yeah. It should be an interesting episode. <laughs> and we shall see. But uh, hey, guys, thank you so much for watching our TFTP. And thank you, Saria. Yay! But yeah, be sure to check us out on Anchor if you want to listen to uh, the podcast on the go. Uh, Anchor puts it on iTunes and every. I think iTunes is still going, or it's Apple Podcasts now. But uh, yeah. Anchor will post it on everything. Uh, that's always linked in the description, always in my videos. If you want to listen to previous episodes as well, I'll upload them instantly as soon as this is on. But uh, yeah, no, guys, thank you so much for listening. Saria, have you got any interesting things going on with your channel? Anything you want to tease going forward? A lot of lore coming. Oh, so. there's a lot of lore coming still. That's awesome to hear. Awesome. Yeah, memes typical. Memes typical. Any topics that we can expect? Uh, tranquility. Ooh, damn. At least that's the one I'm studying right now. Awesome, awesome. I do, I, I do study a lot yeah. for them. She, I don't try to like, research. make them. It takes a while for me to make them, so I'm sorry if people wait for videos. You can always check out her fresh memes, which I have watched for like an entire day because they're hilarious. Like, if, you, <laughs> if you're scarce for Dragon Age content, watch some of Saria's memes. <laughs> um, in terms of my end, I, I'm thinking, you know, I just got a new microphone for my camera. So vlog content in the future is definitely coming. I don't know about right now. But I'm talking like I'm talking about the future, guys. Like, you know, when we're going to Pax West, Pax East, and then we can see Patrick Weeks in the flesh, and like we can interview him. I'm talking about content like that because I have a handheld microphone now that I can take on the go. But uh, in terms of content, listen the next week. Uh, I'll give you a few topics. I'm interested in Griffins. Um, I'm interested Ooh. in maybe a law video. I don't know. I'm I'm still thinking a lot, but I'm very interested in Griffins. I'm still thinking on that. But uh, yeah, check out my event of our discontent video because that one was very good to make. It's one of those feel good videos that I've made and like you just feel great after making it because it was really, really good and it was really fun. But um, Saria, where can peeps find you? Uh, you can find me on YouTube, Saria Lou, and Twitter, Saria Lou. And Tumblr, Haran Lhasa. Um, and I don't go on Reddit. <laughs> so don't look for me on Reddit. Anyways, got uh, a... thank you guys. Oh, wait. I also got what? You've also got what a, also a Patreon. Oh, I have a Patreon. Um, so if you're feeling nice, you can go see that if you want. But I don't recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, thank you guys for listening. So. Of course, you can find me here, Instagram, Twitter, Twitter yeah. Tumblr, all that stuff. But hey, guys, thanks for listening. And Saria, until the next one. We. We. Should. should go. That's the tea. That's. I detest this stuff. Tea. Tea. Something wrong with your. Tea. Tea. I detest this stuff. Tea. Tea. Wrong with your t- tea, tea. I detest the stuff. Tea, tea.